Hi, I'm Cece, and welcome to the Barry Dyers Podcast, where we share our most intimate insecurities, bariatric stories, and battle with obesity. So grab a cup of inspiration with me as we figure out life, post-op, together. Hey, Desiree, I'm so excited to have you here and talk with us today. I'd like to start off by hearing your stats. Okay. Um, so I did, I just had surgery on, um, October 21st. So we are literally two weeks to the date. I, uh, when I started the process, I was at 293, um, and surgery weight was 283 because I had to lose a few pounds prior to surgery. Um, and I'm currently at, um, 266. So I'm, I'm down about 15 pounds, 15, 16 pounds. I'm trying not to keep count. It's so hard to stay off the scale, but um, I'm trying to avoid it all. (laughs) How did your family take it? I'm Mexican-American, first-generation Mexican-American. How did they take it? Yeah, so my extended family um, always, and and you'll know, growing up, weight was a huge thing in our culture. Um, It's always... um, it's always just been a big thing. A number has always been like the set number for my family. It, I mean, I remember being so young and working out to Jane Fonda. That's young for me. I was probably like grade school and they were so like, we have to work out, but we're going to eat beings. And I'm like, it was just this, you know, craziness that food, food, our whole lives revolve around food, but then it was like a weight thing. And so, um, I was always kind of told when I was younger in your thing, cause I was a little bit uh, a thicker little girl near thing, not the skinny girl near thing. So um, I was always kind of told to watch your weight, watch your weight from a very young age. I think I almost rebelled against it <laughs> because I'm like, don't tell me what to do. I've always been kind of strong headed that way. My cult, extended family, I kind of stopped telling them what I was going to do because of the pressure. It was always like, well, how much have you, you know, how much have you lost? Um, oh, are you still fat? Um, you should do X, Y, and Z. Um, every advice was kind of turning me to where I was turning against it. So I just, I, I didn't actually consult with my extended family. Now my immediate family, my husband, my two kids, um, I obviously let them know and they are all on board. They were very, very like, um, it's your time. Um, my kids are 18 and 20. So they were very much like, um, this is you focus on you. You've done so much for us. Just focus on you and what you might, whatever makes you no number, just whatever makes you happy. And so I decided I was going to do that. And so when my family found out, extended family found out a week prior, um, cause there was a wedding, <laughs> of course, there's always a wedding. There's always a party. So there was a wedding and everybody kind of found out. And so everybody reached out to me like, why didn't you say anything that I was very blunt with them and said, I just didn't want outside opinions. I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want to be told what to do. I didn't want to, you know, ridiculed or told about how, you know, your grandma's friends, neighbors, cousins did it and it didn't work, or I just didn't want to have that. So, um, I kept kind of the negativity out of my life, mm-hmm. just focus on me, my decision and what my family for wanted. So at least wanted for me. And that's how I just kind of came about this. So yeah, it was pressure, but kind of hiding. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. How did your mom take it? Your mom uh, or your sister's? I mean, actually, so my mom very much on board. My mom is, um, 
it's she's the only one in my family who didn't give me that pressure. She was always like, whatever you decide, I'm not even um, going to question, ask. Um, and I think because she knows I'm, I've always been a strong willed person, very strong opinionated, opinionated thing. So I just think that um, she just let me go. She was like, whatever you need, whatever you want from me, I'm there to support you. And um, my sister is younger and we have a different relationship where um, we are like literally 17 years apart. So she kind of looks at me as a little bit of a mom figure, maybe. So it was very like, yes, queen, you do you, <laughs> like, you know, so that was the easy part. My siblings are younger than me. So that was the easy part. Well, my mom, um, <laughs> I did not tell her oh, yeah. at all. No, I had a hernia. And so I had to go in for surgery to fix it. And then the doctor oh. they referred me to was also a bariatric surgeon you know, it was an aha moment because I'm kind mm -hmm. of like you, I wanted to do it when my kids were little, but I didn't because I was scared. My husband's insurance pay for it. Right. You know, and I just, I didn't do it. I thought we'll do something else. So we did low carb. We lost a lot of weight, but it's not sustainable. It's, it's just no. not, but I didn't even tell my mom. She knew I had the hernia surgery. Wow. I just could not even tell her. And then afterwards, if I was over there and I couldn't, you know, you can't eat, you eat a couple mm -hmm. of bites and I'm done. <laughs> like, Mom. Why? It's that's not the norm for sissy. Like sissy can eat, you know, <laughs> I just, I didn't even tell her. I don't even think she really knows totally yet, even now. Cause I don't think she'd understand. Right. He's totally against those things. I told my sister, she was okay with it. Mm -hmm. She seemed like she was, but when my date came closer, she was like, are you going to really do that? And I was like, yeah, it's putting the doubt in your head. Yeah. My date is June 10th is when <laughs> my surgery was this year. And she was, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's great that your mom, all of your family stood behind you and didn't yeah. give you a hard time, but we all hear those I know somebody who did it and yes. they gained they it all back or, mm -hmm. or they died or it's always the worst <laughs> story ever. Always the worst scenario. Yes. The they worst died scenario. And, and I'm like, it's, it's funny. I have, you know, I kind of make fun of my grandma a little bit. You're thinking she's always like, I had a friend. I'm like, well, you have a lot of dead friends. Like, I don't understand why the extreme, why, but I, I know they're trying, I know it's out of love and they try to get a, a point across to you that it is scary and it is scary. So instead of for me, like my family, instead of just saying, give me the scary issues, just let me know you're going to be there. You know, let me know like, hey, I support you, whatever you need, your thing. It's always like, you know, I had someone that, that didn't work or they had complications and I get that. I get they had complications and I'm going to go with the mindset of it's going to work for me because my mindset is set that way. So I just was trying to reach everybody, you know, the last minute, like, yes, I'm gonna. I've been researching this which is crazy since lap band first happened a long time ago. But of course the kids were little. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I kind of thought, oh, lap band. And then I thought that's a foreign object in your body. And I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And I thought, no, that's not for me. Um, and then um, um, gastric bypass start becoming popular. And um, I thought maybe that and everything. But then I started seeing the surgery and how extreme that was and moving things and reconnecting. And I thought, well, that's, that is scary, especially because the kids are young and you think anything can go wrong. Mm -hmm. So when the sleep came out in your thing and I had a couple of friends um, mention it, 
that they, oh, they just had it done. Or so I just started researching and diving into it, seriously diving into it. And so then I started finding out insurances will pay for it. And so it was just kind of a mindset that I did. So I did six months of nutrition and counseling just to kind of get my mind, you know, like, why do I eat? Why do I, you know, um, what is the, you know, and it's, it's Hispanic families. Um, we use food for every celebration. Oh yeah. Yeah. Food, you know, let's, there's, there's always tortillas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so and we, and I, you know, you try to eat healthy and, and it's always, it seems like, you know, big families. So you big families and you get around each other and it's always like, who's in a diet and who lost weight and oh, she looks good. And then you walk away and it's like, girl, what was she wearing? You know, and I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. so tired. I want to be healthy. I'm not looking for a number. I just want to be healthy. And um, so, yeah, I started researching the slave year thing to get my mind kind of ready for it. And I finally decided this is my year. This yeah. is my year. Like I was yeah. said, be fat and 40 and I'm, I just turned 45 on Halloween and I'm like, enough's enough. We're I'm done. done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm tired I'm of this shit. Yeah. 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 And it's funny because now my mind like when I of yeah. being fat, I've had it. I'm <laughs> tired. I'm literally, and you know, what's funny is I, my weight never got in my way. I've always been a big girl in your thing. Um, I used to be a cheerleader. And so I was always physical and and so my weight never got in my way because I think my two kids kept me busy. There are multiple sports and we were constantly running around. I never had a time to have downtime, go and just do it. So I did it, but it wasn't until COVID happened that I was like sitting around in quarantine, sitting around, not really doing too much. And then I turned to my husband, I go, I feel fat. And he laughed and he goes, well, you are. <laughs> I thought, gee, babe. But he laughed with me. He goes, we all are like, we are fat. And I'm like, and then I started feeling uncomfortable. And so I was like, oh, I'm not comfortable because I'm not moving around as much. I'm starting to feel it more. Back was aching. Um, knees are starting to crack a little bit. And I'm like, what is going on? But yeah, it was a eye opener to say, let's do this. Crazy. And so how was your surgery like? You know what? I actually had, I got, I was so blessed. I had a great surgery. Um, Everything went so quickly for me. Um, once I did my six months of everything, the doctor was literally like on the 28th of September. He was like, let's do it like two weeks from now. And I'm like, whoa. And he's like, let's do another, another week. I'm like, hold on. Like it was going really fast. And so when I decided on a date um, on the 21st of October, I just um, I kind of went in with a clear mind. Like I needed those couple of weeks to kind of clear a mind and say, okay, this is surgery. I think a week prior, I had a mental breakdown and I think it was the going under was the breakdown was what if I don't come out, I'm going to write letters to the kids. My husband's like, no, you're not. There's no letters. You will not do this. He's like, you do the same thing when you had your tubes tied. He's like, you're not going to do this. It's going to be great. You have faith. God's opened every single door. He's never gave you a roadblock. So let's just power through. And so I said, okay, again, he's been a great support. And so, um, I, the day of everything, I didn't even wake up. I slept beautifully that night. I didn't wake up with any nerves. Um, I went in like nothing. And when I am nervous, I do talk so that the girl who was having surgery next to me, I'm like, so what do you do? What do you, I was totally Jenny Gabby. And I'm sure she was probably nervous. And so she was like, afterwards, she's like, thank you because I am sitting here with a ball of nerves. And I'm like, cool, because I'm trying to talk my way out of them. Yeah. <laughs> 
but oh everything was good. Yeah, yeah afterwards was good. was good. And yeah, everything was really, really good. I woke up, I think they were saying like statistically, they, people who have the surgery kind of wake up with regret immediately because your body's kind of in a shock. I didn't wake up that way. I, I woke up excited and I was like, Hey, they told me to sip, 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 walk, walk, walk. And so that's what I did. I popped out of bed. And I'm like, let's walk, let's do this. Let's I'm ready. So Aww, that's so I, good husband there. And he supported you and stayed with you at the hospital. Yes. Yeah, it was good. He didn't stay with me in the hospital or thing. They didn't allow it because of COVID, but, um, he was there as much as he possibly can. They gave us the visiting hours and everything, but he was there like about a good 80% of the time. And actually at night, your thing was nice to kind of have a me time to sleep and kind of think about like, you know, what just happened and what did, so it was kind of nice. I actually been vlogging my on, on Instagram and everything. I've been putting on my story and everything, you know, and just kind of, it's, it's helping me just to talk about it, just make myself feel, you know, a little bit normal and, you know, like everything's okay and everything's good. So yeah, I, I, it's been a blessing. My husband's like your husband. He's always at my heaviest. You're beautiful. He still did the same sexual positions, whether I was really at my highest or yep. I'm, you know, now for him, it didn't change. How is your husband going to take it when the weight starts coming off? When I started talking about this, like a couple of years ago, and I'm been saying, I'm going to do this new thing. And I think I'm going to do it. And He's always been that husband who was like, um, he married me probably at 200 and then I was like 205 months pregnant. So, you know, he married a big girl. Um, so he would always kind of like say little things like, you know, I married a big girl. And if I wanted a skinny girl, I would have married a skinny girl. And so I just kind of like would laugh off, you know? And so little, he would make little jokes like, um, or he, we would see a woman and he would like, okay, that's too skinny. Like, uh, you're not going to get that gap, right? But he would say little things and stuff. And so when I finally got on board with my own mind, and I said, I'm going to do this. And so it was, I, I'm nervous because I did marry you. Um, he's like, and I think to be completely honest, I think his nervousness comes with, um, God, he has such a great personality and I think that you're sexy and beautiful and you're so like bubbly. And so you lose the weight. He thinks more people might be attracted. So it's kind of intimidating. So, and I'm glad that he was honest with that. He goes, it just makes me nervous, you know? And I said, okay, well, still the same person. I'm still that, you know. Yeah, but I can totally see you getting really tiny. You were a cheerleader for 10 years. You were athletic. Yeah you may just slip back into that role and love your new body right. and exercising and right. running, you know, whatever it is you're going to do. I could totally see you going back to that. So I told her, yeah. I'm like, I with me, like, what are, what are you waiting for? Do I mean, you know, he's a, and actually he's a, he's a big guy in your thing. Um, but he's more muscle. I think the only thing big on him is his stomach. Um, but he's, you know, he's a muscly man, your thing. So I told him, do it with me. I don't understand. Like I'm still, as long as you're partnering with me, there's no parting away from each other. There's just, if you give me the support that I absolutely need, I see us more powerful than anything else, you know? And so he's like, okay. So we kind of laugh here, you know, and, you know, he'll just say, you know, just no gap. I'm not, not looking for a gap, but I'm like, I'm not looking for a gap. I'm looking for healthy. I'm not looking for no gap between the legs. 
I'm not looking for a size six jeans. I'm not looking for just want to be healthy and you want to live. I mean, now that your kids are grown, they're gone or just fixing to leave. Now it's your time. How are you going to do on food? Because you're two weeks post-op, right? So you're still not eating yet because you said Um, so they just. Yeah, they just told me your thing today to introduce myself to eggs, um, soft scrambled eggs. Soft um, scrambled, okay. <laughs> which, so I did this morning. Um, and it's so cute because they're like, you know, make yourself like four ounces in your thing and, you know, put everything away and just focus on eating. They'll take time in your thing. So um, I, I probably ate an ounce. Um, my body is just not. It's like, no, uh-uh. No, it's, it's foreign. It's, you know. No, girl crazy because I was literally struggling with, um, the protein shakes, like premier proteins. I still can't drink because they're too thick. So I have to mm. water them on or I have to get protein powder. And so I, I try to introduce the egg and I'm sitting there like, yay. And I'm like, Oh, uh, I don't know. It might take me a little bit longer to can't eat egg. I have a really hard time. It's weird how you ate all these things before mm-hmm. surgery and then you have surgery. And then it's like, you hear a lot of people say, well, I can't eat meat now. So I'm a vegan right. or I can't do dairy now. So mm-hmm. I stay away from dairy. It's just weird how that works out kind of brings what was already there. Any sensitivities to food to the surface. And so now we actually can stop and actually listen to our body say, Hey, yeah. eggs make my stomach hurt eggs make me bloated or whatever, whatever. I think that's weird how that works out. So definitely listen to your body, but I'll tell you one protein shake that I love. It is called fair life. Have you tried fair life? Everybody was telling, you know, I gotta try, gotta try. Girl, I'm lactose. I think our, our mm-hmm. Costco just, just got it. And so when I got the premier proteins, of course I got the different flavors and cases and I got the loose powder and, and then I think when I just a week prior, I saw the Fair Life there, but I wasn't sure if it was Fair Life. Maybe it was the protein drink or just the milk. It's like I saw it, then I was like, "Oh, I gotta look for this new thing." But everybody's telling me Fair Life. I my goal today is to go because I need yeah. something. I need something. You know what, girl? I cannot have dairy, so it's lactose free. The vanilla tastes like cake icing. Oh. I kid you not. It is so damn good. It is good. <laughs> Throw you in some instant coffee, pop it in the microwave. Right. Boom. And you nice. have a profi and it's like a dream. The caramel is great if you love caramel, but I just stick to the okay. And they just came okay. out with a coffee. They have a chocolate, uh, okay. which tastes just like that Yoohoo or that chocolate or okay yahoo or you know the chocolate drink yeah oh yeah yeah the that's yahoo. quick or whatever it, t- it tastes like a regular chocolate i'm gonna have to try it chocolate milk because um, i even um i tried the protein waters and it's funny how the they leave like a film in my mouth they leave like this film yeah. and i'm like, and i think it's because yes your taste buds are just completely different it's almost like i can t- taste the artificialness in yeah. it and I'm, yeah i'm I don't know. I, so I try to soak those down and well, my husband's like, why did you buy so many? I go, I don't know. I just try to prepare myself with a variety. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was in it. Your stomach, you so just, it changes. Stomach. One of the best advice I can give you is keep it simple. I think we go crazy. And I did too, girl. I had my house stacked, piled yes. up with shit. Like I bought everything, yeah. all the things, you know, don't go crazy with 
buying a ton of stuff because you kind of want to try it to see how is this going to work or how is it, or those right. fancy water bottles that light up, you'll go crazy buying all that stuff. Yes. So find a protein shake that you like, just stick to that one. If your pouch likes it, just stick to that one. There's another one called Gin Pro. I was okay with it a couple of weeks after surgery, but like when I was like a month or two out, then it kind of gave me oscal, you know, okay. um, which is like a grossed out feeling. Yeah. So I can't use that one, but that one is called Gin Pro and it saved my okay. life the first month after surgery because the serving size is like a tablespoon. You know, it has a little cup in there and it's like a tablespoon, maybe a little more. And it's 30 grams of protein, which is nothing. And you can put it in right. soup, stir it up, you know, and I couldn't taste it right after surgery. And you're getting in your protein Good. without even trying. Okay, so that's something that I want to look into. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. something. Yeah. That just, one may be okay for you. It worked fine for me for like the first month or two. And then it right. kind of like, I'm good. I think I'm, I'm fine. So I don't <laughs> haven't bought anymore, but you may want to try that one. Definitely get fair life, but you'll love it. I have not met anybody that has said they can't stand fair life. It tastes like regular. I keep on hearing it. Keep on. It's funny because I keep on hearing that more and more have our nutrition class. It's like, it wasn't mentioned at all. So I was like, wait, is it something newer? Is it something, you know, like, well, they don't mention it at the thing because I told my dietitian too, when we were at Mm -hmm. a meeting that I had bought fair life and she said, well, fair life is way more expensive. So if you can do the premier proteins or, you know, one of the cheaper versions, then get away using those. Yeah. If you can't get your protein down and you need to get it, because if you don't get your protein, you're going to get sick. Like, you know what I mean? You're going to feel like shit. If I don't get enough. And that's, what's funny. I struggled. Gosh, I struggled Uh the first to get 60 grams, Mm -hmm. 60 seemed like so, so much. I, I, I struggle. I did 40 grams around three or four days. And I'm like, there's no way there's no way. And then I finally hit that 60, but I had to up to like 10 o'clock at night to get it. And my husband's like, you're going to stay up. You're going to get it. He kept on telling me, you're going to lose your hair. You're going to, your body's craving this thing. I'm like, I feel, and that was the thing. I felt amazing. I felt energy. I felt, I've never felt down these last two days though. Um, like I have a tendency to want to take a nap. And so we kind of like joke, like, oh, because your body hasn't had food and for two weeks or thing. But I just kind of had that tendency to, I'm like, well, and I only take 20 minute naps. So it's like sleep for 20 minutes and then I'm good. But um, other than that, I haven't, but I've been pushing myself to the 60. So now I'm on the 60 grams. So now it's trying to drink more water with that. Um, yeah. Water is tough. Egg, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very tough. Um, and I surprisingly, I did not do any pain medications. I came home with Vicodin and the muscle relaxer. Um, I didn't take any Vicodin. I didn't take any of that. Um, I didn't have that much pain to do all that. So all that, that was more scary to me than the actual physical pain that I was going to actually go through. Um, I did wake up with um, like back pain because I had to sleep upright for like a a few days. So I woke up with back pain because I just couldn't, you know, get in a comfortable position. And it's funny because I told my husband, um, go give me children's liquid Tylenol. And so he goes to Walgreens and gets it. And all of a sudden I realized, oh my gosh, how many things am I going to have to sip? for like 500 milligrams. Cause they were only like 160. And then I started freaking out. And then, so I was like, okay, I can't even sip water right now. So then the next day I Amazoned 
um, like liquid Tylenol, 500 milligrams. And I took it, it tastes to me and I'm, a, I'm, I drink, um, it tastes to me like pure alcohol. I knew that, I know that it was cherry flavor, but there was no cherry flavor. And I was like, there's no cherry flavor. It burns all the way down. And I was miserable not doing that again. Um, so it's funny how your taste buds are just like trial and error. Everything goes your mouth, either you're going to love it or you're not going to love it. Um, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. It's, you know, there's one day that I actually, um, took a drink. I don't, I guess I was, I think I had family over. I took a drink and I didn't realize that I had the surgery. I was like mindless. And I took a big gulp and I thought it was going to (laughs) die. I just thought, Oh, here it goes. This is it. This is what they've been talking about. I'm going to now just die. I'm going to burst. And I walked around for two and a half hours. Miserable. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah. There's those rare moments where, and I think we all get them, where we forget we even had surgery. Like we're just yeah. living our life. We're out doing mm-hmm. something. We're at a park or at an event or something. Yeah we forget. And then we just take a chug and then we're like, Oh, shit. and then you quickly are like, Oh damn. What did I do? I kept, yeah. Literally. It's yeah. almost instant. Your thing. I, it was funny because for my birthday and I love to host, um, it's my birthday. I, I did a brunch here. And so, um, and everybody's like, why would you do that to yourself? And I'm like, listen, I'm not hungry. So there's no temptation. I'm not hungry. So I, I can do brunch. So I did this big brunch thing at my house and, um, had my siblings over and, um, I, that's what I was just sitting there and thinking. I decided you're talking, you're laughing, you're not remembering your thing. And I just, everybody's drinking mimosas. And so I'm like, oh, I'll drink my little protein drink. And yeah, went down way too quickly. And I was like, oh, and they're laughing because I'm pacing the backyard, just walk, just circling the backyard. They're like, are you good? And I'm like, I'll be good. Just let me just burp a little bit. And, you know, I laugh because I would refer myself to a baby, like a baby stomach. I'm going to drink two ounces. I'm going to burp. And then I'm, I get tired afterwards. And it's just that, you know, newborn feeling that you're just, you know, so we're laughing because my sister-in-law is pregnant. I go, this is what the baby's going to feel like. And now I know what she's going to feel like. She's going to feel like when she has gas, she needs to be burped. And like, I'm going to know that feeling. It's also new to me. <laughs> I've never burped and farted and shit my pants more than I have since this surgery. Because <laughs> I had it's the funny gas. I, I am not like a farter. Like that's not... Um, I literally, I'm like those one people who just go to the restroom and just sit there and I'm like, okay, probably politely fart. And then my husband like rarely ever hears me fart nursing. And now I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not getting up one more time. This is, I'm done. And so he's like, look at you letting it loose. And I'm like, if I don't, I feel like I'm going to burst. I'm just, I'm just sorry. And I, so he just like, nope. And so we'll, we'll joke your thing. If I fart or burp and he's like, mm, sexy. I'm like, yep, that's what I am. Just being sexy. So it's all the time. It's every time you mm-hmm. put anything in your mouth. It's, it's so disgusting. The, you know, the <laughs> things that you kind of put up with, but I was going to tell you earlier, one thing my dietitian told me, and I thought this was the best advice because it gets so complicated. You were talking about the protein waters. I tell you, I bought everything I could find the waters with collagen in them, with protein in them, with all this shit. And they all tasted gross. I never could drink any of them. The only thing I can do is put the little collagen, uh, the vital protein collagen. I can put a little scoop in my coffee in the morning and get some collagen in, but they taste gross. And they got so many 
there's so much stuff out there and there's so many additives and yes. you know, all these things. It's easy to get consumed by, you know, everybody saying, try this, try this, try this, or yes. this worked for me, or this worked for me. You'll go crazy with all yeah. of it. But my dietitian in the beginning, like where you're at, she told me, I'm not going to write every damn thing down. Just not, I have a hard time with tracking my food. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's important to have some kind of system. And she said, she told me, and this is what you can do. Just get a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. The only things you need to track right now, water, you put water, what you drink and how many ounces and fair life. You know, it's like 11.5 ounces. I think a little bottle, mm -hmm. put that down what it is and how many ounces you have. And at the end yeah. of the day, just track how many ounces of fluids you have and how much the protein that you had. And that's the only two things you need to be tracking right now. Not carbs, not macros, not right. fat. I mean, you know, you're not supposed to be eating burger or yeah. something. you can't eat that stuff right now. Just focus on your water and focus on your protein and just stay alive. I think when I was right. two weeks out, I felt like I was dying, like slowly starving. I was like, I'm dying. Oh, I can't oh, eat. Oh, I felt oh. like I was dying. I was slowly starving. Oh, wow. What the fuck? What do I do with what myself? Do? You know, what we need to get in our protein, our water, our fluids to sustain us for the day. What diets have you tried? Cause you said you've tried a bunch of diets. I wanted to hear, yeah. did you try ever try Metafast? No, I've never tried Metafast. You know, I don't think that it was as popular. I'm from California and I now live in Las Vegas and everything. So I don't think it was as popular in California. Not that I heard of. Um, I remember my first diet, my first diet. Oh my gosh. My grandma taking me to some doctor's office, random, like not in a hospital setting like a little office nursing, and there was all these women nursing, and he literally just weighed you um, and was like, yep, you're fat, and then gave us pills. I'm pretty sure those pills were Fenfen. Um, that's how long ago that was. Uh, I believe I was just 18, maybe 19. Um, two days later, I landed in the hospital um, because I had the shortness of breath, tingling on the legs. Um, it was just way too strong for me. And so, um, so I've done diet pills, um, and then I, um, Nutrisystem was one that I, my husband, no, I, my husband and I tried, don't think he liked it. Like after like a week, he didn't like, it. we try, I tried Nutrisystem. And of course I lost the 40 pounds within like two months because, you know, yes, it comes off once you change, you know, that package eating, um, which God, it has to be so bad for you. Like just that, all that processed food, which I didn't think about then, but it was so bad in your thing I've done, um, the Atkins, when it first came out, um, I've done keto. I'm sure. Yes. You did those. Yeah. We've all, yes. those. yeah. Yeah. I, and of course you lose the weight, but then, you know, you eat a carb and then there goes your pounds back. Um, I've done whole 30. Um, that was actually pretty good for me. It was just, I was the only one doing it in my family. So it was like, I was making their meals and then my meals. And then after like four months, I was like, that's enough. I can't be making I'm not a short order cook. I can't be, and I love to cook. My husband, that's the thing too. Gosh, my husband and I both cook very well. Mm -hmm. um, well I, I bet y'all make some 
Yeah. <laughs> some noodle and some good shit, man. You know, it's and it's funnier thing because he's from Belize, so it's kind of nicer thing that we have this cultural, you know, um, thing going. And so, and we even cook healthy food good. I mean, right now he's doing. I think he since um, since um, COVID has been here, um, he's doing plant based, um, and um, that works out for him. Not as far as losing weight, but because he is diabetic, and so his numbers are amazing. So if that works for him, that works for him. I tried plant-based for a water thing. Didn't, I didn't lose any weight, just felt really good. Um, but yeah, I've done them. Weight watch, I've done Weight Watchers, the number system. Um, done them. And I just, I've even done, uh, oh, that what's that one diet that I, I came here? Uh, ideal protein. No, it's ideal protein. Ideal baby protein. It's kind of um, kind of like the same as like maybe a Nutrisystem, but it's like you packets of food. But it's like once you get off those packets of food, then you start you, cooking, yeah. thinking that you're cooking real, but you're not, you're not, you're not learning anything. So of course went right back to. Mm-hmm. How does that feel to know that you don't have to do those things again, all those diets and all those, that it's finally over yeah. all of that. I think, you know, fentermine is one of the worst things I wouldn't recommend anybody, especially post-bariatric. I wouldn't, man, there's such a freedom knowing that, we never have to do that again. And can yeah. you imagine all the money you spent on all of that shit? And it is yes. following every trend, following every, following every, you know, it's, it's crazy. And it's kind of like, like I said, my husband, like both, we both, gosh, we both cook very, very, very well. Everything. So it's kind of exciting to like, for me, have this new sense of like me cooking different. I'm going to be, and he's already doing plant-based and everything. So he already has like all the natural stuff all here and everything, all the good oils and stuff here. And so I'm kind of excited to kind of go through that. But I also, I was telling my husband, I just don't want to be fixated either. Cause like I said, food can just be, it could consume us, you know, because we do, we love cooking. We love entertaining. And I think it was my birthday. My birthday, he's laughing. He goes, well, we can't do anything. And I was like, I go, that's sad. That's sad that we revolved our whole lives around food, like there's nothing we can do. There's nothing in the world we can do besides eat something. That's kind of crazy to think. Like, think what we just said in your thing. And he kind of like, it took him back, you know? And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm like, let's find other activities. Like we need to go on walks, hikes somewhere. You know, we live in Las Vegas. So it's like not too far from California. Let's go to the beach. Let's go, let's make a trip out of something, you know? Let's just utilize our time. Yeah. So, That's but it is so exciting cool. your thing to like have another relationship with food. And then hopefully I'm just kind of hoping that my husband ex- gets to experience it with me as far as like not dieting, but just as far as like embracing it with me and your thing, you know, as far as like support me, I can't eat as much support me. Maybe right. once we're like a year out, actually eat vegetables again. <laughs> like I barely have room to get in what I have to get in. If I make dinner, else. I don't even get to eat the sides because I'm like, I need to get my protein in first and then uh-huh. I'll leave it there. My husband laughs because I leave my plate there and I'm like, just leave it. I'll come back later, you know, and I'll wait 30, 40 minutes and then go back and get another couple of bites. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's so hard. I can't imagine. So it's just you and your husband in the home. No, a four of us. So it's my son and my daughter. So 20 okay. and 18. So have you gone through the pantry and cleaned all the crap out? Everything's um, actually not as, not as much nursing. Um, 
I think it's, it's funny. My we went we went to Walmart yesterday thing to get like a few things. I forgot what I, I need, oh I needed some broth. And so um it's funny because I actually made my I was so proud. I made my own bone broth. I was so excited. Um I can't even drink that. It's oh, oh it's too fatty. Um I tried to strain it 18,000 times and I just can't get it as good as the box ones in the store. So I'm like, okay, that's it. So I went to go get some more broth in your thing yesterday. My daughter in her thing um goes, I, I need to get um food for me and I'm like that's you and your bill you go ahead your thing so she got herself popcorn and you know mac and cheese yeah I'm like that's now your expense like I'm not gonna you know do it your thing and I'm giving you guys real food in the house if you guys you know so there's not a I didn't get to clean out a whole bunch of your thing they they still eat you know and they're younger they still eat you know things here and there um but and my husband has like I said he's so he has a bunch of good things in there I just don't look at it anymore. I don't, I don't have the temptation to look and say, oh, that's like, good. See, I'm the opposite. Yeah, I, just, I had to clean everything. Like I gave, okay. I cleaned out. I don't want nothing in the house because it's just me and my husband in the house. Oh, okay. So, I was like, no, okay. so I don't want nothing in the house that, because if I see it, you. I'm going to eat it. Like I can't. Yeah. So when I cook, I cook for me for bariatric. Like I, yeah. the other day I made tortilla soup. And mm-hmm. so my husband will eat it and it works for my meal plan and it works and for him. So I definitely, you know, whenever you cook or your husband cooks, you know, he can do plant-based, but also throw in some chicken, you know what I mean? Yeah. And how you can <laughs> yeah. have some chicken pieces yeah. or yeah. Some fish, you know, I mean, there's no way of knowing what you're going to be able to eat until you start trying to put stuff back yeah. in. You know, once you're far enough out that your dietitian says that you can go yeah. ahead and introduce solid foods, which will be a while from now. You know, it's going to take a minute yeah. to get I there. Can, I can imagine with that egg. So I'm like, okay. And it's, you know, I still, you know, my husband yelled at me. It was funny. I think the first week or thing I made the kids because the kids were like, I, I want something to eat. And they were eating a bunch of junk or things. So I made enchiladas and everything. And so they're at no temptation. I'm like, no, actually. And I think because I couldn't eat, I, like I right now, I physically can't. So there wasn't any temptation. So it's funny because they're standing, with the, you know, they're standing by the stove by with by me. And I'm like, taste this broth, you know, taste this. Oh, and it's funny. I made Spanish rice and I put um, um, El Pato, I think, in it and your thing. And so I taste the broth to see, make sure the rice was, and it was funny because I didn't, I out of habit, taste the broth. And right when it went down, it was spicy. And I was like, what the, what am I doing right now? Like it was such a habit. And my, yeah. my daughter looked at me and I go, Oh, that's gonna burn all the way down your thing, you know. And I sat there and I breathed, and I'm like, "Okay, chase it with a little bit of water in your thing." And and then I'm like, "Okay, that didn't go down too bad in your thing." Um, but little things out of habit in your thing, I'll do. But cooking and stuff, I think, is like my little love language in your thing. So I it doesn't bother me. Last night I made, you know, um, barbecue chicken and mashed potatoes and thing. But I it didn't have the notion to be like, "Oh, let me just try it," or "Let me just," you know. I, I'm, my stomach's not there yet. So I think it's, it's still okay right now, mm-hmm. but yeah, we'll see how that, you know, and they, my, and my kids know how to cook. So it's kind of like, well, we want mom's not, you know, so they'll do it with me or kind of like help me out in your thing. I'm like, I don't have a problem right now. When it starts to be a problem, I will definitely let y'all know. Like I'll let you know, like, nope, cook yourself. <laughs> so We have four boys. And so nobody cooks. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to eat on your food. own. 
they cook. I mean, my husband, well, he'll, he cooks really good. He cooks healthy foods and stuff, but my kids know if they're going to cook, it's going to be junk. It's going to, I couldn't eat what yeah. they made. So yeah. yeah, I, I had to clean out the whole pantry and clean it all out and totally reorganize, um, yeah. trying to eat. It's tough. It's still like your morning. Tough. You're morning, you know, you're, you're in that morning mode and your thing where you just want to like get rid of whatever was toxic in your life. Um, yeah. And that's why I think your thing, the six months of counseling kind of um, helped me out with that. Just kind of, you know, and it's my, it's funny because every year we do uh, vision boards. And so on our, my uh, vision board was, um, had like a bunch of fruits and vegetables and everything. It was like reminding myself, um, I'm going to eat to live and not live to eat. You know, it's like I had that kind of mind frame. You can tell yourself that in your thing, but I just think working out all the issues of the emotions and the stress that I do um, can't relate anymore to food. Like it just, it can't, you know, I'm putting my body now just in risk. So you said this year, I am choosing me. A lot of us have, we didn't get the surgery when the kids were younger. And I'd love to hear stories of people who are like 26 Ew. and they have little bitty kids. Yes. I wish I would have done that. Do you know how many times we went to all these vacations and I didn't get to get in the water because I was self-conscious and I was embarrassed and, you know, I had body dysmorphia and I just couldn't do things because of my weight. Not weight. even the, the weight wasn't stopping me. It was the body dysmorphia and being right. happy in my own skin. So you've done your job raise your kids yeah. this is your year for you to have your self-care yeah. I think that's really great that you wrote that yeah and it's crazy I was telling my husband I don't think this would have worked five years ago I don't know if it would have I don't think it would have worked you know 10 years ago because my mind wasn't there um and the busyness and I, you know the girl that had surgery next to me she has you know I think it was like a three-year-old and a five-year-old and I thought wow you know wow okay, you know, maybe that's the age before sports. I mean, I just, I just thought my life, there's no way I could have done it. Um, but yeah, I just choosing me. And I always say everything, I'm going to choose, I'm going to be selfish in a healthy way. Um, and I told my husband, I'm going to be selfish. I just, I want to choose me. And it's funny when you see about the vacations, I had body dysmorphia almost the opposite way. I didn't know how fat I was until like a picture came out. I'm the one who jumps in front of the camera and I'm like, yes, take a picture of me. I want to be all about it. And I'm like, God, what a bad angle. Like I would never acknowledge that I was fat. And I'm like, what is going on with these vacation pictures? It's like, oh, let's not print that one because I look fat. And my husband, my husband has never, ever called me fat. And I think it was maybe six years ago. Um, I had said like, oh God, I'm fat. And he's like, you are. He's like, we are fat. And so I, I, it took me back. Like he's never called me outside my name. He's never. And so it took me back. And I was like, who are you talking to? He goes, babe, like we, and he was like, I'm going to say we, because we are both fat. And I'm like, ew, who are you? And then I just kind of like, you know, like reality, I have to be okay with saying it. I have to be okay because if I'm not okay, then I'm denying the person that I am. And so, um, and I used to, a little funny story, you know, my kids, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm a vain person, just so crazy. It's, I'm a vain person as far as like, I always wanted my kids to know no matter what size, age, or what you look like, be confident who you, who, who you are. It's what God gave us. We're not going to go change in anything. It's what he gave us in everything, so work with it. As long as you feel good about yourself, 
hold yourself high, you will, you will be perfectly fine. And so I used to get ready in the morning when we would get ready when they were like in junior high and junior high and high school. And I'd be getting ready. And I'm like, you know what, you guys, I'm sorry. I apologize for, it must be hard to be, you know, to be my son, your thing. It must be hard for me to be your mom, your thing. They're like, why? And I would say, because, you know, having this sexy of a mom, it just must be hard for you. And they're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, sorry. Like I I've always wanted to know that no matter how split size I was, what mood I was, I always have confidence in who I am. So my body dysmorphia kind of flipped opposite of me. I went into the water. I wore that bathing suit, but then it wasn't until I saw the pictures afterwards that I was like, oh, hmm, that's not a flattering angle or that's not a flattering, you know? So maybe look a couple of times and then I would think, okay, do something, do something. How tall are you? I'm, I'm curious, we didn't get your height. So I'm, um, I'm five, six. Oh, you're tall. See, I thought you were going to say you're five foot. Like, like I'm four eleven. I was like, I bet she's tiny and short. Like, no, no, I'm five, six. six. I, yeah, I'm five, six or thing. So it's funny because I used to always growing up or thing. I used to always say like, oh, I'm five, nine. And someone's like, no, you're not. And then I went to the doctor I think when I first had the kids and I was five, seven, I'm like, okay. And then for some reason, when I went to surgery, it's like, I went to five, six. I'm like, am I shrinking? Do you just get shorter and fatter? I don't understand like, what is going on. So yes, I, I went at five, I'm five, six. What is your weight that you would like to get to? Uh, my highest weight was 211. I'm four foot 11. So I'm like a little okay. fifth grader height here. So my highest weight was 211. My surgery weight was 179 and okay. I'm 147 right now around there. Okay. So, but my goal weight was 138, somewhere around there. So like 10 more pounds, I'd be happy. My doctor said, you know, by then I'll have skin to yes. get removed. Definitely a slow loser, which is good because my skin is having time to acclimate right. you know, to right. all the right. weight loss. So it's really not about the number. It's about the body positivity. You know what I mean? Because right. it doesn't matter right. what size you are. If you are happy and happy with your body, you know, and you're higher than what you thought you would be, but you're like, man, I'm wearing size eight. I'm really happy. I'm done. I'm, yeah. I'm content. And that's okay too. So, but right. it's still curious to see when you start, what is your goal number? What your, yeah. Yeah. It's because I think I keep on going down every, like, and my husband will like, look at me like, that's not what we talked about. I kept on saying like, you know, 190 is good because in my head was, a, first of all, I didn't realize my highest weight um, was 293. Um, my surgeon actually mentioned it. He's like, wow. He's like, you're yeah, 20 pounds already. You're saying, and I thought, what is he talking about? I, what? And he's like, your highest weight here in the office. And I would think when I weighed myself, I never like really looked. I was just like, I'm going to stand here ignore it. And then, so, um, he was like, it was 293 and I'm like, Whoa. So in my head, I'm like, okay, a hundred pounds would be, you know, losing a fifth grader. <laughs> Just let's lose, let's take this, this child off me and your thing, you know? So in my head was like hundred pounds is a success or thing, but I stopped saying success because just doing this is a success or thing. So, and then I was like, well, God, 190, you know, maybe 180. Um, and this is where my family starts coming in, you know, and then I thought maybe 
75. Um, I think 180 is probably 180, 185 is probably my comfortable. Mm -hmm. I'm, try I'm trying to think when I was cheering, I was probably, because like I said, I was always, um, I have boobs. I've always had boobs since eighth grade. I was a size D. Um, ninth grade was double D. Um, I have the thick, muscly thighs. Um, I have no butts. That's the only thing. I don't teeter um, on that. Um, but I, um, I've always been like the thicker girl, muscly. So I'm thinking like, I'm trying to think like, what is my weight you're thinking? My husband's like, you're comparing yourself to your high school you. Like your high school you wasn't a woman, you know? And I'm like, well, technically <laughs> I was. And so um, he's like, don't compare numbers. Just So I think in like 180, 185 is kind of my, you know. I'm just curious. So that way, when we check back yeah. with you in three months, we'll see yeah. where you, where you're at. <laughs> And then how that number shifts, you know, as far as once you start losing weight, you're getting more positive, you're loving yourself more, you have more energy, you're happier, sex is better, you feel better, right. you know. And so I'm curious to see where you go. If the numbers change, yeah. If your numbers change, because it's all about loving the skin that we're in, you know, in our bodies. It's not really a... I'm 4'11 and I mean, I could weigh 98 pounds and yes, that's okay. And that's, I've, I haven't been 98 pounds since I was in elementary school. I don't yeah. even remember 120s, 130s. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, because I do have a big butt, you know, I'm, I'm okay. 120, 130. So I'm just, you know, kind of just taking it every day and not really, yeah, because you know, it's, it's hard not to get consumed by that scale too. So I try to weigh yeah. myself once a week more so to be accountable. I'd like to end the show by asking what advice do you have for pre-op? I know you're early in your post-op, you're a couple weeks out, right. but do you have any advice for somebody who's pre-op or thinking about bariatric surgery or just new post-op and really struggling? You know, any advice? Um, my biggest advice here thing is um, I think counseling. It was an eye-opener to talk about my relationship with food, which almost seems crazy. Like I didn't even do marriage counseling, <laughs> but it seemed that food was obviously consuming me. I am close to 300 pounds. And if I didn't hit that head on with the counselor and talk about why I'm this way, um, what's driving me this way, because obviously it's driving you. Um, so to me, you're thinking, you might have to talk to somebody. And I know like talking to your girlfriends and stuff, you're thinking, you know, um, and I'm surrounded by, you know, a handful of girlfriends um, that I don't even think I've spoke to. I've have, I have a best friend who I've been best friends since sophomore year in high school. And I talked about things with that counselor that she doesn't even know. Um, and then I didn't really realize until she was telling me, like, you are allowing food to drive you. And, you know, and so that just gave me an eye opener that just made me an all around, to me, an all around better person. I'm hitting things, I'm hitting, I'm hitting the hard questions. And that's what you have to ask yourself is the hard questions. You know, you have, of course you have your girlfriends and they're all, they're all yes women. They're all going to be like, girl, you do you. And you feel the way you feel. That's not helping at all. I mean, yes, they're, they're good friends. And if you needed them, boom, they'd be there. But damn it, that food is immediately there for you. And if you need to just stop realizing that's such an addiction that you don't want, you know, you might as well say I'm addicted to porn 
I'm addicted to being a nymph. I mean, you might as well say something. I'm addicted to drugs because you are. You're using that food as if it was Coke, you know? And man, that was a huge like, ew, how dare you call me addicted? And then I thought after I left, wow, you know, that's crazy. So getting your mind completely right prior to, because if not, you'll fall back into it. You'll fall back. You know, um, of course my mind still wanders. I see food commercials and I'm like, oh, that looks good. Oh, when I'm healthy, I'll totally try that. Oh, what, what? And then I had to stop myself and put myself in check. Like, girl, no, you already had that chicken sandwich and look where it got you. That's rule number three. <laughs> like that's, you know, so you yeah. have to kind of watch yourself, but yeah, going to counseling, it's just, yeah, it's an eye opener and support group, whatever you can do, you know, if you can't, so I know some insurances only covers so much counseling, um, but that yeah. extra well, a month or something is worth it. Yeah. No matter where you go to go get bariatric surgery, everybody's going to have once a month meetings that are free that you can right. go up and listen to people who want bariatric surgery, people who've had bariatric surgery. You get to listen to the doctors, the nurses, dietitians, mm-hmm. and that's free just to yeah. nothing else have that. That's great advice. Yeah. I appreciate you and I'm excited for you. I think you're going to do really, really great. And I'm so happy you'll get there. Take it slow. Oh, chew your food. It's so hard. We, as I think overweight people in general, we just inhale our food. We don't taste it. Chew your food because it's going to cause other issues. Foamies or throwing up or dumping you don't stay away from high fats high sugar so you don't dump take your time take it every day at a time and forgive yourself if you make a mistake we all do don't over stress about hey i messed up today because you'll have those moments we all do but you're doing great and thank you i will talk to you soon perfect and thank you so much bye-bye bye des Hey, thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcast. And check us out at Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash fairy diaries for more exclusive content, deep dives, and info on upcoming events. Don't forget, follow us on social media. See you there.